Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Zach Pledger and Jeremiah Poole, two young boxers, amateur boxers out of House of Warrior Boxing Gym here in Louisville, Kentucky, coached by head coach Abdullah. Great episode. Really appreciate both Zach and Jeremiah joining me. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. I'm Jeremiah Poole, and I'm here with Zach Pledger and Kelly Patrick. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are doing a House of Warrior tribute show. Uh, Jeremiah and Zach both had a, a couple big wins. How long ago was that in Bowling Green? Uh, like a week. It was a week. It was yeah, last Saturday. Last Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So you both came away with big victories. Jeremiah is currently sitting at nine and one in his amateur career at sixteen years old. Yep. Um, Zach, you're a little older. You're twenty. I'm nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nineteen years old. You're one and zero. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just had my debut. Um, good stuff. So I, I thought it'd be cool for us to sit down and do a. You know, we what we can do is we can recap, review some of the fights. Jeremiah, you've got a active youtube channel could you yep. for the sake of me punching this in could you remind me what the name of the youtube channel is uh, and for our listeners please pretty boy pool pretty boy <laughs> it would be that it would be that <laughs> pretty boy pool no space all right we're watching this uh bob sap versus uh noguera fight rodrigo noguera pretty boy pool no spaces oh my bad pretty pretty boy pool Pretty boy pool. I've been thinking about making a YouTube. I just don't know. Like, yeah, it's my most recent fight right there. Look, I'm not subscribed. I'm subscribed on my other account. All right, so there we go. So, my fight in Bowling Green. Okay, check that out. That's just from ten hours ago. So five yeah. minutes, five minutes, ten second fight. Jeremiah's orthodox. 
Yep. Coming out, got the tall hair. Good slip, too. Once again, this is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah, this was my most easiest fight. It was? Yeah. Tell him about his mom. <laughs> what, 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 uh, about, yeah. what about After his mom? After the fight, his mom, like, she came up to me and, like, the room that I was changing in, and she was like, so did he have anything? And I was like, what you mean? Like, did he have anything? I'm like, hard. And then she was like, no, did you feel anything? Like, power. I was like, honestly, no. <laughs> was so honestly, why the fuck would she ask? Why would she ask that? You're just setting yourself up. Exactly. For- I was like, honestly, no. And then they say they was gonna put him in there with uh, Elijah Kaboom Lugo. It's like a dude who just beat Marlon. And nah, that'd be bad. So she wanted me to be honest, so I beat honest. With yeah, I was like, just for the sake of your son, don't like. Don't don't go up to his opponent after and like he just got pieced up and yes. just like asking for like validation for your son. That's like it's well, awful. Even if you'd have said, "Oh yeah, he really got me." I saw her drink. What like, the fuck <laughs> would that have done? I, what what, what yeah. oh she would have been like, "Oh thanks, I'm happy he <laughs> lost." <laughs> yeah okay. In the beginning, like before we was fighting, like I would be shadow boxing in the room and stuff, and every time like I would see her, she would like walk past me and be like, "Oh my god, you're scaring me." Like, she would say, you're scaring me, stuff like that. Just bringing his confidence. The dude, I'm fighting confidence now. So, as soon as he got in the ring, like, when we met up, like, in the middle, you know, like, when we faced off, I could tell he was nervous. And that instantly brought my confidence up. Then he threw his first punch. And then I knew it was was raps. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I videoed the fight, but I was watching it. And it was just, like, your range of distance was crazy good. But, like, his ability to, like, just, like, keep putting his hands down in a half Philly shell just to eat the same right hand was like, I was like, dang, bro, you think you learn after the first six? I mean, at some point, if you watch it, you throw it four times in a row, and I was like, dude's not going to get it. Like, he's just going to keep dipping, keep coming up. He did try to Philly shell a lot, but he just got hit every time. See what I'm saying right there? He did just do a little Philly shell. Yeah. He throws it up whenever – I mean – your your confidence in the walking forward that you do, like sparring you and stuff, yeah. it's intimidating, bro. And you have to like, you either like, you know, just break under kind of that pressure, or you'll, you know, you'll just keep moving and stuff like that, and hopefully find a rhythm. But and, uh, this, and in this fight, he was bleeding so bad. I had was blood he? all over my shirt, headgear. Uh, they you, had to. You're stop. wearing white, so that didn't happen in the yeah, first round, did it? Right here, right here. They stopped it because he was bleeding so bad. They had to take him to the corner, wipe off his face from his nose. Yeah. His his whole face, mouth, nose, and then once they started back, I just jumped on him instantly. Yeah. Whoever edited this video for you, I appreciate that, right? It's yeah, nice. It's a hard, yeah, it's a hard edit. Yeah, that's nice to, to you say. Cut. You did it. Yeah, oh, that's hard. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How yeah. how long does it take you to edit your videos? Like five minutes. This is oh, okay, bad, bad. Yeah. But at least getting the the time out between rounds and shit, you know, the breaks. Yeah. It's nice to be able to watch a video where it's nice and concise. Uh, the first eight counts coming soon. I would every time he would get into the crowd, I'd just spam him right hands, just right hand, right hand, right hand. Yeah, there's a see, boom, boom. See what I'm saying? Like boom, boom. Yeah, like that Philly shot yeah, right there. Has, you see what I'm saying? And then the look, ropes. the right hands, just the right hands over and over again. And he spit out his mouthpiece too. His coach should have really threw the flag in way before. Yeah, that's what I – he's just being tough right there. But, like, you know, I think you have to be a little more smart as someone's coaching. If he's – yeah, if your kid's just getting 
if he's just getting eat like this, it's not helping. And especially if you're watching, like, you know, Jeremiah, he's backing up every time the kid throws. The kid's not really fainting. And then anytime yeah. they, they exchange, it's just mink, 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 mink. So, I mean, I don't know. But good heart by the kid. You know, he stayed in there as, as long as he could. But like He's like 6-3 and three now, so, I mean, that's not that bad. Of yeah. A, that's a good record. Do you know how old he is? Uh, 15. Okay. And they're from the Bowling Green area, you think? Or do you know? Yeah. And... <laughs> I I forgot. Um, you said sixteen earlier. Is seventeen? You're seventeen. Yeah. My bad. Okay, you're seventeen. I was used to you being being sixteen. Yeah, fact. No, I do that too. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were sixteen as well. But <laughs> yeah. hey, bro. No, but I was like same thing with like you and Marlon. I'm like, bro, they look so old for being as young exactly. as they are. Yeah. So. Yeah. And even Oscar. Like, how old's Oscar? Uh, fifteen. 16? He might 15. be sixteen. He's 15. Oh, he's fifteen. All right, but I think yeah. at least when he started, he was fourteen, maybe. Yeah. Dude, that that uppercut hook or that body hook that was beautiful. Yeah, I just peeped the screen and that was, yeah, dude. Your level changes are freaking crazy. Yeah. Like I think like the biggest thing when I spar you is you have a good ability to like once you plant your feet, you'll go body head, body head, and it really like that's why I, why I said you have to move. Like you get you can't just dip in place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're gonna catch something and you're you're gonna start eating, and that's kind of where. Like, he was not getting that. Like, yeah. you can't Philly show if he's throwing up. Nah. <laughs> Straight right His to the body. style wasn't even meant for Philly show. No, no. He was just doing it. I think, yeah, I think after the first round, he he understood where it was at. I think he understood that, like, he, he was at a speed disadvantage. You you got his distance down within yeah. the first maybe ten seconds, and then it was just absolute mink <laughs> city. Which there's one another, should we watch? There's another fight right there. Yeah. That's, Which one? Uh, My fight at Expo Five. Yeah. Okay. That's not your debut, is it? Nah. nah, nah, nah. Um, now that was a stoppage that we just watched, right? He, yeah. Okay. So how many of your fights, your nine and one, have ended with a stoppage? Uh, TKO. Uh, two. 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 Okay. Amateur boxing, such an interesting deal. Oh yeah. Because it's three, what, two minute rounds. Yeah, same as like uh, amateur wrestling or high school wrestling. Yeah. So it's it's relatively, you know, I, it's pretty minimal amount of time you're out there. Yeah. Heck yeah. Six minutes. Yeah, total. That's you know, but it gives you a good feeling if you're a good boxer. You can let loose for those rounds and oh, not really yeah. worry about fatiguing. Fatiguing I'm not, all that I'm much. not criticizing it. I mean, it's good for you know, you go out there, you can go nuts, or but you're wearing headgear too, so it's probably that reduces the likelihood of stoppages. Oh yeah, you got yeah. good confidence out there too. Yeah, like just being out there. Like, this is my first fight, like where I realized that confidence is all you need to beat uh, anybody. Because if you got confidence, you got Everything, stamina. Yeah, hundred percent. And just the like the ability to exchange and like be confident, so like you're not nervous and you're not just throwing like one twos and wrapping them up and stuff. Yeah, I feel like because when you when you're nervous to go out there, like everybody's nervous. But if you're in there and you're not opening up and you're you're not confident, you're thinking about getting knocked out, something like that. And with fighting, it's a risk. Like you just have to accept the fact that it's there, and then you go open up, and whatever happens, you kind of leave it there. Yeah, this guy's Southpaw. Yep. No, he switched actually. Switched because he was getting hit so much in Southpaw. He switched. So he started out Southpaw and then he switched it up. I actually thought like when he came out, I was gonna have problems with him, but then he threw his first punch, and it's like (laughs) it's always the first punch, (laughs) Jeremiah. And if he throws the first punch and it's kind of goofy, his confidence is hot. But um, with Southpaws, is it? I know you have to kind of step outside their outside foot, but like, do you, is the goal to land that right? Yeah, yeah. You okay. Gotta double, you got to double that a lot. 
Yeah, that's um. And once you get in, you gotta work with a southpaw because most southpaws know how to work inside for real. Yeah, little Cuban. Ooh. Yeah, little Cuban oh, homie. Shit. Yeah, he's yeah, a southpaw today. But um, yeah. yeah, he's good. He's fast and stuff. I just uh, like um, I think he's gonna be good like sparring with and stuff like that. He's just a little small. Yeah, he fights at one fifteen. One fifteen. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, isn't it? His name is Yusniel. 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 Yusniel Abrahante. Did he just? Did he just uh, come to this country? Like, like is he like Cuban? Cuban? Because like he don't speak any English, like at all. Not not a leg. Yeah, he's he's Cuban. Cuban. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's a good addition. I don't care, dude. He's I think sparring with him. Oh, any te- that that speed. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. knows boxing is a good addition. Oh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully he sticks around. Jeremiah and I were talking about it earlier. We had a couple Cubans start. Like, what was that? Maybe a year ago? Yeah, almost. Something yeah, almost. like that. And um, they were good. I remember them. I oh, remember you were them. You were yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you going hard with one of them. One yeah. Time. Yeah, 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 Heck yeah. That's right, yeah. And and then I was, like, happy they were there, and then they, they both kind of slowly dropped off. Now, I'm not criticizing them. You got to get a job and shit like that. Hell yeah. Come to a new country. You don't have any money. You got to work. Yeah. yeah. So I can't. Not, not knocking them. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, 100%. But it's also, like, um, I think, like, when it comes to, like, people coming into the gym, I just try to take advantage to, like, whoever comes there forever, how long they're going to be there, like, True. get working. Because, like, that's why, like, that's why I like going to the gym and sparring. Um, but also, like, going with, like, Jeremiah, Lantis, Oscar, Pete. Like, because Lantis, bruh, there's not one sparring session I'm I'm not, like, I'm not going to win, you know. It's not to win, but it's to know what I have to work on and then, like, what combinations actually work because, like, yeah. You can hit the bag as much as you want, but if you're not in there throwing combinations and then getting hit and knowing, you know, sure, what yeah, to yeah, do yeah, after yeah. your combination, sense. stuff yeah. like that, I think you don't really understand, you know, Wednesday, boxing. Wednesdays are probably pretty important for you guys. Yeah. Right? Jeremiah, would you agree? I spar a lot, but for, like, when I have fights and stuff, kind of, like, on 30th, I'm fighting the same guy that I knocked down in my video on Instagram. Uh, like when I fight, like people and I find like their styles, and I feel like I'll ask certain people in the gym to like spar because they'll match, they kind of match my opponent's style. Sure. So like Zach, like the dude, I, like the dude that I was fighting my last fight, he kind of fought like Zach. Like I thought he kind of fought like Zach. I gotta I take thought, that as an insult. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take that. I gotta no, be mad. No, I thought I was like, gotta be like, an like, yeah. On his video. Yeah, like, yeah. like his pads and all that. Like, I thought he felt like like he liked to get inside, you know, just work right there. Yeah. But, so I was I was sparring with Zach a lot. And, but when I got in the ring, and it's like, his, like, whole style changed. Like, it's, it was bad. So, I just worked on him. Yeah, 100%. I get that. But, like, sparring, I think House is. House of Warrior. Yeah, yeah. I, I think House of Warrior's got, like, solid sparring partners. I feel like, like, coach being there you know, giving you pointers while you're being in there. And then guys that aren't, like, there to – they don't want to hurt you. We all want to get work. We're all there for the same goal, and that's to when we go compete or if we want to stay in shape or look the way we do or be able to have the hands that we do. Like, I think sparring's a very important part. I think, you know, hitting ba- hitting the bag's good, hitting mitts is good, but, like, yeah. you got to spar with people that know how to spar because, like, coming from wrestling, like, I – I had no idea what was going on when it came to, like, boxing other than I knew I had a gas tank um, and I knew I could push myself and I knew that there were similar um, overall kind of things I would take away from it, um, cutting weight, 
um, competing, um, you know, just being... The actual a, mechanics of throwing punches, yeah. you, you had that down. Yeah, exactly. You, and, you didn't have quite as much of the reps of the actual sparring. Yeah, yeah. And, being, and that makes sense. And being in a gym, you know, with... Uh, because with, when I um, was wrestling and... You know, I was going home and I was hitting the bag and uh, after practice and stuff just because I watched UFC and I liked to be able to strike. Um, you know, it was it was good. I thought I knew what, you know, I had a good perception of hands. But then I went and I started sparring at house. And, bro, I mean, I was hitting the bag, hitting mitts. But as soon as it got to sparring, I was getting pieced up. Like, and it was – that's when I knew that – I saw you two sparring one time, and you shot a double leg on him. In hell, the middle of the yeah, sparring. I did. Because, dude, <laughs> what, I was – What the fuck was that? Oh, dude, I was getting – dude, so uh, that was uh, that was what? Like, <laughs> I was watching that. How long – I was like, whoa, what the fuck? That's how, a different sport. How long, like, how long was I there? Was it um, – that was like four, four or five months, yeah, was it? Was yeah, yeah. Um, I was – um, about four or five months in and I wasn't, I wasn't being consistent and that's actually crazy. You brought that up because after that practice, that's when I like, that's when I knew, okay, I, you know, I'm going, I'm, I'm still hitting the bag at home. You know, I'm hitting mitts, I'm training, but I'm this, this kid's always going to be able to do this to me unless I'm consistent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I have a huge respect for like him, Lantis, um, even that Cuban dude that just got here, Oscar, people that I spar with that sure. are going to, when I get in there, help me know, you know, what I need to do defensively, how yeah. I need to pressure my distance, stuff like that, and then push me as well. Yeah, it's and, a good thing, like, he said that because a lot of people, like, don't understand. Like, like they just might be like, like, he's good, he got talent, but a lot of people, like, don't understand, like, what you got to do, how much stuff you, like, got to sacrifice. A lot of things you got to do, like, get to the level a lot of amateur boxers are at. So, Makes yeah. sense. You got to have humility. Yeah. Can't all be just. Got to be consistent. Like days, like you don't want to get up and run. You still got to do it. It's just. I think that's a, obviously a great thing for not just becoming a good boxer, but then applying it to the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. Like I was talking, doing a podcast earlier today with someone. And we were talking, I brought it up, but Floyd Mayweather, for example. Yeah. Like how disciplined is he? Oh yeah, no. Uh, if he doesn't even. He, didn't, he never really drank. Yep. I don't think he's ever drank. Oh yeah, if you're if you're at that level, I mean, I mean, you no matter how talented you are, if you're at that level, and I mean, not just Floyd, but like many other boxers who let's say they're not undefeated, but they have a bunch of wins. I mean, those guys, those guys are top class. Like those guys, there's a million amateurs that don't make it. You know, there's a million stories that they don't make it. Um, but I, I do feel that, you know. People see talent. I think a lot of kids are talented. I just think um, with talent, you know, there does come, like, great responsibility for your talent and um, understanding what your talent means because your talent gives you potential, but potential is not guaranteed. Potential is work for, and it's gained through consistency and, like, um, a, a respect for hard work, you know. Jeremiah, you told a story last time you were on about, I think, toward the beginning. Not the beginning, because you trained at House of Warrior for a while, then you yeah. took a break and came back. But I think when you came back toward the beginning, you told a story how you had sparred with Marlon. Yeah. And you had a, like, you, I think you had a, a round. Epiphany. You guys kind of went pretty hard with it at the, yeah. the time. And so it's kind of similar. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like when you shot that double on him, what exactly were you thinking? <laughs> Dude. What, what was going through your head right when you lowered your... It was a beautiful double, but I mean... <laughs> what, so whenever I changed levels, I was like, if I come up, 
and I get hit again. You might get, because when you lower your level, you might. I might. He didn't know it was coming. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm I might, I might go to sleep. Yeah, and, this I mean. and this is practice. And this is practice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As soon as I came yeah, up, I so really, I really was not expecting. Of like, course. Like, yeah. like uh, the reason like I was going so hard because like when we was sparring and stuff, and I was getting hit. I was getting hit, and it's like I, I had never seen this guy in the gym before. Okay, that so was the first like, time you two sparred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah so it's I'm like happy I never, got to witness that. Yeah, yeah so no, that was like awesome. I've never seen this guy in the gym before, and he's coming in here like, and he's touching me and stuff. So I'm like, hold on, let me, let me up the pace on him real quick. So I'm hitting him like closer. I'm, I'm hitting him really hard and stuff. You feel me? Like we both just trading, and then. I got hit him with like a hook, and he backs up. <laughs> he backs up. He does this. He does this, and then he just. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when that hook gave me the epiphany. I was like, "Oh, and now I'm gonna wrestle." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I like boxing." For, M- for MMA, that's not. A I was bad like, instinct. "I was like, listen, I love boxing. I love boxing, but at this point, at this very moment right now, I'm gonna love wrestling for about a couple seconds." <laughs> and I, I initiated the shot, and I was like, "All I need to do is reset," and I was gonna wrap him up. And I was going to come up and just wrap him up. But I ended up putting my hands just off in- instincts and wrestling my whole life. I put my hands behind his knees. And if you put your hands behind somebody's knees, they're going to walk back. in, And it's going to crunch their legs. You know what I'm saying? Because the bend of your knees and your and your lower calves and your, you know. So he fell. And then I was like, damn, I look, I look stupid. And then I was like. <laughs> what kind I got- of conversation did you two have after that? I think it's just oh. respect. Okay. I think I think honestly, Clearly. it was just touch gloves. You know, yeah. like that's gotten a lot of good rounds and stuff. I was then. laughing honestly because I was not expecting it. Like I was laughing. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, that's what I said. It's it, it's it just teaches you that you know it, it pushes you. It's good to have somebody like that. And I, I I've always like been competing and been in a practice room, so I know what it's like to get beat up on and how you have to look at it. Because I think the people that look at it as Oh, maybe I need to stop doing this, or maybe this isn't my thing, you know. And they um, they back off and do something else. I think those are the people that end up being the story of they could have done it, but they didn't keep consistent, and they just they stop. But I think if you don't quit and you keep going, there's never, you know, you can take a hundred losses, but if you don't quit after those losses, you could get one big win. And I think that's important for most people um, who want to do it professionally. I think he can make it hundred percent. I mean. He's got like you see talent, you know. You know you got talent. People yeah. around you know you got talent. You're nine yeah. and one, bro. That's that's hard, and a lot of people can't say they've done that. But yeah. there's also there's also that you know, like you said, you know, boxing's tough, and it yeah. and there's a lot of responsi- responsibility that yeah, comes like, with it. Yeah, like a lot of amateurs I know, like Marlon's one of them. Like they just lose motivation, and like after a loss or something, I lose motivation. Like after my first fight, I lost motivation. But then, like, I got home and I got, like, I took the two days that I was off that Saturday. I got to think about it, like, it's my only way out. So I got, I'll go back to the gym and I still train. It's what do you mean by me. only way out? What do you mean? Like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I want to, I like, a lot of people want to make money and stuff, but I want to, like, be known. Like, I want to get my family out, out, like, other than myself. I want to, I want to, like, just make a name for myself. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's same goal. It's beautiful. Fuck same yeah. goal. Yeah. It's a. Uh, is your goal professional boxing? No, my goal is uh, professional fighting MMA. Um, I so I'll uh, I'll probably get like seven, eight amateur boxing matches, and then I'll transfer over to um, MMA. And basically, the whole goal is just going to be to have really good stand up with really good wrestling because 
you know, um, I just for me, it's a heck like, of a combo. I there's no reason I should ditch wrestling totally, especially because I I did it since I was. Mm, I mean, I've been competing since like fourth grade, but I I, I was in jujitsu when I was like six years old, and I was watching UFC when I was like five years old. Like my dad was a bit, he was a brown belt in jujitsu, so like he was always into MMA, and so that's what I've grown up around. That's what I've, you know, learned to love. You know, and I think if you're raised in it and you've been around it and you've been in competition your whole life, you kind of just take that approach of this is. You know, this is what I was born to do. And there's not a day I wake up that I'm like, I don't want to do some type of combat. Because, dude, I like, you know, I like superheroes. I like being able to feel like I have powers and stuff like that. And I like the respect I get, you know, um, from my peers and stuff like that. And plus, it's just a different respect. Like, anybody, you know, can lift weights and uh, get big. And I think anybody can, um, you know, work out and be healthy. But to be a fighter... It's different. It just takes a different type of mentality. You're a warrior. You you have a, a different spirit. You I mean, you are you're just a different type of person. I feel like, and especially if you compete and you want to take it pro. Fuck that, yeah, yeah. Jeremiah, who influenced you to get into boxing? Um, I don't even remember for real. How uh, did you get into a boxing gym? Uh, didn't you say you watched oh, some stuff on my YouTube? Dad, my dad, uh, no, it was my mom and my dad. One of them, uh, you know, I was like bad. I already told you, I think I yeah. was bad in school and stuff. So, uh, one day my pops brought me up to the gym and he wanted to see if I liked it or I think the House of Warrior, mom. yeah, House of Warrior. He wanted to see if I liked it. I really hated it, like, I did not like it. Interesting. And then, How old were you? I was 12, 12, yeah. Uh, okay. He brought me up to the uh, gym, and we, I worked out with the kids and stuff. And I thought, like, I was, like, the biggest kid in there, so I didn't like it. I went home, and then I went, like, the next day and all that, but I really I hated it. So he took me out, and then after he took me out, that's when I started to, like, fall in love with it. Like, I did, I looked up YouTube videos, did virtual pad work, uh... Shadow boxing, got jump ropes from Walmart, gloves. I would go, I would get gloves and I would, like from Walmart, I'll go outside and I'll box people. Like, box, just give them a pair of gloves and I'll box them and that sort of train me. Then a boxer moved in the neighborhood. His name is Mari. He's good too. He's been getting stoppages back to back to back. We kind of grew up together. Where's he training? Uh, you know, Red, Red yeah, Gym, Red Gym yep. in Indiana. So I finally got to spar him. He was an actual boxer, and I did good with him. So I showed my mom the video, and she was like, "Okay, you got like you got skills for someone who's not been like doing it that much." So she put me back in, and ever since I've just been sticking with it. I wish Marlon would come back. Yeah, he was a good sparring. Great work, man. He Marlon's. He's just got, bro. He's got it. You know, when you see that little like fifteen year old that's jacked and freaking, looks he's like just got talent. Yeah, he's man. like you remember Mike Tyson at fourteen. Yeah, he looks like Mike Tyson at fourteen, and he's got dude. He's got talent. He's got skill. But you know, people's life path changes, and oh, yeah. you know, he he's gonna be good at whatever he does. Honestly, I think you know whatever he chooses to do. Good for him. I hope he chases. Like he he said, he's gonna do football, bro. He's gonna be a beast of a football player. He's going to be good at whatever he does. I think he'll go pro at whatever he does. The thing is just sticking with one thing and taking that to the next level. 
that's a lot of people struggle. Like I said, consistency, you know, because you can be talent, but if you're not consistent with one thing, you know, you can't, you can be the jack of all trades and that's good. Maybe if you like want to do MMA, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but like, if you want to be a fo- pro football player, you gotta be about football. Your life's gotta be football and sure, you gotta, yeah. you gotta have that discipline. If you want to be a boxer, life's gotta be about boxing. You gotta have that, um, discipline and respect for the sport so that you can, you know, grow. Oh yeah. Jeremiah, your, your plans are specifically boxing, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, it's my plans. I always said if I don't work, construction. Seriously? Yeah, construction. is good. You, can you can't some, go wrong with construction, no, bro. I'm going to be honest. Good, yeah, you can't. Yeah. No, blue-collar workers, man, all the way. If um, if, if you don't want to go to college and, you know, uh, you don't really find that career path or know what you want to do, I think it's better to start working. Especially if you don't have some way that you're going to go to college for free. Oh, yeah. No. Because going yeah. to college and getting in a bunch of student loan debt and shit. Yeah, especially without, f- with having a specific plan for with, that. With like a degree just, that don't get. You're just fucked. Don't mean like shit. Like the rest of your life, you're like, okay, you owe $60,000. Oh, God. And you don't even have a degree. God forbid you go to a D1 school and you don't have any scholarships. You went there for your friends and Coke. And then you end up God. getting in like $200,000 in debt. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like some people. That's, that's real. They, they make stupid decisions. And that's. uh. And, you know, I, I feel like the risk that we were taking um, to be professional fighters is is smarter than going to college and getting a, a safety net mindset mm. to just go and wind up in debt. Sure, because you'll be able to look back on this. You'll never regret it the rest of your life, regardless. Hard work all the way. Yep. <laughs> regardless, you'll look back on it and you'll be like, I was 100%. a fighter. I was a boxer. No matter yeah. what happens thirty years from now, you'll be yeah. like, I, "Oh, know. we're gonna be boxers in thirty." I think. I, th- <laughs> I think we're gonna. I think. Um, I think like the way that I mean, especially with you, because your consistency is crazy. I think you'll always be a boxer. You could and, be at forty-seven. Bernard Hopkins was fighting at that age. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He got knocked out of the ring. He did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he made a lot of money getting knocked out his, the ring. Though. Last fight. He made a lot of money getting knocked out the ring, though. A was lot more guy, money than that's most the guy people. Who just fought the Russian guy, and I think the Russian guy stopped him. Okay. Yeah. What weight? Uh, one seventy-five. Yeah, I think one seventy-five. What is that? Is that cruiserweight? No, no, cruiserweight's one eighty. Yeah, yeah. No, it's ain't it bigger than that? Yeah, cruiserweight is one ninety. Um, it's like two two oh five. Oh dang, yeah. So that's like light heavyweight. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, wait, wait. Cruiserweight is two hundred. Light heavyweight is uh, 185. Okay, okay. Let me, let me see. Here's how I look at it. I know MMA weight classes, so I boxing, a, I'm a little... I used to be on here all the time. If you go to ESPN.com, go up here to boxing, divisional rankings, okay, go down. Of course, heavyweight, you know, is above 200. Cruiserweight's up to 200 pounds. Okay, Light heavyweight is up to 175. So whoever okay. said that, you guys were right. Yeah. And then 168, that's the division, of course. Can Canelo I? has mostly been in until he moved up and lost at 175. Yeah. 168 is, of course, super middle. And then we have um, middleweight, 160. And then junior middle is 154. Of course, welters, 147. All the way down. Okay. What, what, what's the weight class for you in the long term? Jeremiah, Me? yeah. Oh my God, I I wanna I wanna I I've always told Coach I wanna drop down to one forty seven, and if that won't, if that don't work, I feel like in a couple years I could really challenge Jamil Chow. Oh oh one fifty or one sixty two. That's my main goal. One fifty one sixty two. Okay. So 
that was my goals. But like when I first go pro, I'm obviously like be fighting in Louisville and stuff. So I'll probably stay at like one sixty, one fifty. And then like when I as I like start to like go up on fighting like on big screens, I'll I'll drop down to one forty seven. And then yeah, see how that works. That's if you don't still have a gross how tall's your dad? Uh he's like six three. Six three? Yeah. Oh, you're in for some height. So that's what I mean. You're in for some height, my boy. You may never make one forty seven, right? Yeah, you'll be straight at whatever weight, though. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, you you'll probably be straight don't at need yeah, to worry about whatever. It. It's yeah. whatever. If you keep whatever. growing because you're whatever 17. you weigh, you weigh, bro. Just it's whatever. <laughs> What's your weight cost? Ah, uh, we. Mm, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like, if I would want 155 for sure. You're at 173 today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, earlier? I walk around 73, 75. Um, what do you walk around at right now, Jeremiah? Like 168. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but 155 just for. I mean, cut weight makes you train MMA. harder. Cutting weight makes you train harder. That's just, like, what I've learned from competing and stuff like that. You train hard when you need to get that weight off, and then you go out there and, and you know, because you train hard, you're more confident. And, you know, I, I think that's just where I'm at. Um, but if, I mean, I, I could fight 170. I don't really care. I think whoever I fight, no matter, you know, if it's now, in the future, um, Somewhere like five years down the road, five months, I think, you know, whatever weight, I'm going to go in there and my game plan is going to go as planned. That's the goal. I don't really think of anything else when I'm competing. It's just I've trained to do one thing. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to execute and whatever happens, happens. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you think about the outcome, you're going to be freaking – like, if you think about winning and losing, your nerves is going to be high. You're going to be out there and you're going to think about losing. Because negative thoughts are negative thoughts. They're always creeping when you're uh, competing. When I'm, when I'm thinking about, like, stuff like that before I fight, like, if I'm fighting, like, a, if I think I'm fighting, like, a tough opponent, this is what I would do. I will, I will get on my phone, put in my AirPods, and I'll just watch a fighter, and I'll think, like, I can imitate this fighter. So it's like, ain't no way to do it on fighting is beating me. And then the fault, my one fight that I liked, the, uh, that I lost, that fight, I was imitating one of my favorite fights, Jerron Ennis. And... It was so split that when I went down to Indiana to uh, spar him again, he told me that he thought I won. The fighter told me he thought I won. His coaches told me he thought I won. So that's why I called it a robbery. So every time I'm feeling nervous or something, I watch Floyd Mayweather, Jerron, and it's just Terrence Crawford, any any good fighters. And then I just take what they do and I put it to myself. 100%. I watch Dustin Poirier. Okay. 100%. No, I get that. That I mean, that's... You have to. I mean, you you watch them, and it's just like, you know, it's really whatever makes you comfortable. I think you have to take the fights as serious as possible, and then the day you fight, get as loose as possible. Not focus on the fight. Do anything you can just to get your mind off it, because trust me, you're going to be thinking about it. Like, you're going to take it serious. I, I don't think there's too many people that are really cocky um, unless they're, they know they're fighting a schlub. You know what I'm saying? And y- you'll know. But, um, I mean... If you don't have nerves for your fight, that should be more concerning than having nerves. I think it's just the you'll learn how to deal with it, get like a pre-match ritual, and then if you stick to that, usually you'll be fine. I think the guys who do that mentally go out and are in war, so they win. That That's what you're looking at. You're either looking at an absolute dog fight or you're going to whoop this guy's ass. Yeah. And I think you got to be ready for both. Yeah, every time I get nervous, I just think like Canelo said in the interview, he still fights. And every time he fights, he still gets nervous. So I just think it's normal. Um, yeah, that makes sense. He's being honest. If someone yeah. says they get a little nervous before a fight, I'm like, 
That fucking that person's yeah, honest, yeah. dude. Because if you're like, no, I'm fucking invincible, dude. I'm the guy that's ha- practically throwing up. Like, I'm right? like, I'm nervous. Butterflies in my tummy, they're hatching, bro. Straight out the cocoon, like, I'm nervous, nervous. And uh, but like I said, if you get a pre-match ritual and you compete often, you're gonna you're you're gonna it's you're gonna get better at dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's um that's the goal. Honestly, is just c- keep competing. But like, I don't really. I'll probably do another couple wrestling tournaments within the couple months within a couple months and i'll go back to wrestling for a couple months too you, you'll and be I, doing that too. oh yeah and I'll, I'll keep switching off because my goal if i'm gonna be a, a good mma fighter is that i gotta master two arts and boxing and wrestling are is like bruce lee said the most dangerous that's so pretty what floyd does here right it's so simple yeah. oh yeah yeah right? floyd's good isn't he you guys yeah. agree floyd's pretty good He's Watch. a professor of the science. <laughs> One of my favorite fighters. Watch. Watch right here. Juan Manuel Marquez. Look. He just oh, step damn. back out of range and then just connect with the right cross. Yeah. Philly Shell's interesting. What, who, who would you like to model your game after, each of you, as far as boxing? You said Dustin Poirier, Zach. Oh, yeah. As far as boxing. As far as boxing? Mm. Floyd. I say Floyd. Floyd for you? Yeah. I really don't look like... I I don't really look at like the older fighters for like my fights nowadays. I look at like the younger fighters. Okay, so who'd you say? Jerron Ennis. Okay. Yeah, he's a beast. He's one he's at one forty seven. He's a contender right now. Oh yeah, I know this dude. I've seen his highlights. He's a, yeah, no, he's a monster. I'm um, probably Terrence fight. Crawford though. Terrence Crawford, yeah. Okay. Terrence Crawford. He's what inspired me to start like trying southpaw and stuff because he's a switch hitter. Well, Terrence Is Crawford he? was yeah, a wrestler. A Terrence Crawford was. I know he has both of his sons wrestling too. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wrestling and boxing. There's a lot of sim- similar things with it, but like, like I said, they're both a grind and they're both into like separately. Like I've done both and I've trained hard in both and both are very tough. There's not one that you can say is more tough than the other. They both have very, um, different, um, like just grinds to them. Yeah. Where's Ennis from? Uh, PA. Okay. Pennsylvania. Cool. I can show you like a good fight. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, let me see which one. What do we got here? Uh, go back. Jerron Ennis. Versus do Lippinets? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, do Lippinets. It's one of my fights I watch a lot. It's the first one. All right, full fight. Boxing is cool because YouTube it's such a big industry. MMA is great. Yeah. But boxing such a big production and there's so much money behind all of it. It's been around forever and been popular yeah, forever. Old dudes watch boxing. Been popular old, Both forever. my grandfathers yeah. loved boxing. Yeah. And you'd have been like, hey, you want to watch cage fighting? And they're like, what the fuck? Didn't? Oh, yeah. Was that you or your dad that met Muhammad Ali? That was my dad. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, MMA, I actually met him, too. But that was a picture yeah. with my dad. Well, uh, boxing's been, I mean, MMA really got big um, with the U- UFC 1. And, uh, but really, in the mainstream, more like 2012, when was the oh, Ultimate 100%, Fighter? 100%, stuff like uh, Ultimate Fighter. The I feel show. like Conor McGregor, he brought most of it to, he brought most of the, uh, like, UFC or MMA. He brought that up. Oh, yeah, and then people started imitating him, and it just started growing. Yeah, 100%. Because there's a lot of things about, like, UFC fighter pay and stuff like that, but it's That's also I mean. because it just started growing. MMA. Yeah, Jeremiah's headed in the more lucrative path if it goes the way that Heck he yeah. wants it to Heck go. Yeah. To where you get onto a good card, Jeremiah gets 10-0 and 0 as a pro, and then he could get, like, a $50,000 payday. 100%, Something yeah. like that could happen. Not as likely, 
uh, with MMA. It, it can happen. Oh yeah, and that's why that's why I think um, if you look at all the really good MMA fighters right now, I mean, look at I mean, I'll, I'll say I mean, Khabib literally um, no brain issues, no problem. Oh, he um, okay. he went got twenty nine and zero. Is it? That's, Ten, not, that's not all MMA fighters, though. $10 million. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But it's also... Um, Floyd it, probably hasn't gotten too fucked up. Huh? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, there's, there, there are definitely some boxers that I don't think got too fucked up at all. But um, I also think that, you know, it, it's just the path that, you know, my life is taking because... Oh, I get it. You got the wrestling yeah, grind in. The it'd, wrestling it'd be foolish all my to life. just ignore yeah. it. No, Heck no, yeah. No, no, and I, I can't... And I'm good. I'm good. I'm a solid wrestler. And... Uh, you know, I didn't do with what I wanted um, in high school and stuff like that. And I went to boxing to polish up my hands um, so that when I do step in that cage, it's all pressure. And it's all in, you know, um, when I get in there, I can dominate how I want, whether it's on the feet or whether, um, you know, I have to take you down and, you know, drown you. And I think pace and pressure is everything in both boxing and wrestling, you know. Like, you got, you got good pace and pressure. And I yeah. think that, you know, you stick with that. And you just stay confident but uh, consistent, you know, I think you'll be straight. I think you could definitely go pro, 100%. Bernard Hopkins is also from Philadelphia. PA? Yeah, yeah. There's good good tradition. I think Larry Holmes maybe. Let me check. I may be wrong. PA has a lot of good Yeah, I was going to say. They got good wrestling too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just all around good. They got – there's a lot of good amateur People, they got attitude. (laughs) People from PA got attitude. Louisville, Louisville, I mean, Louisville produces some uh, some talented people, too. It's just uh, it's every other decade or something. What do we got, Muhammad Ali and Jack Harlow? <laughs> what's that uh, What's that one chick that was in uh, the Hunger Games? We got her. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is Team Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. yeah yep. her, her face is on uh, downtown, ESTG, isn't it? We got them two uh, doctors, too. Who's that? I don't know. Doctor, one of those is actually <laughs> yeah. my, my, my yeah. step-grandfather. Yeah, the hand doctors? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Coots and Kleiner. Yeah. My mom's last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, yeah. a lot of people say, like, I fight like him a little bit. Okay. Let's see. You imitate him a lot? Yeah. Yeah, then you probably like my yeah, last you definitely fight, do. My last fight, they called me Boots. That's his nickname. Like, they were screaming that in the crowd. <laughs> you going to wear some stuff like these trunks? Yeah. Okay. Not like... Not like that, but like I, you, I'm you always like wanting some like, flashy stuff. Yeah, you want yeah. the fuzz. You want yeah. the little fuzz. Yeah, you like that. Yeah. If only amateur wasn't so strict, I would wear it. But well, I'm only five when I go pro. He's mixing it up. A He's little, twenty nine and zero right now, and twenty six or seven knockouts. Okay. Beautiful job. Like a yeah, his footwork's amazing too. Distance and everything. Yeah, boxing is there's definitely like a science to it, and whoever you know takes advantage of it because I mean to be a good boxer, you do have to be smart. You have to oh yeah, you you have to just you know know everything about it. You know you yeah. can't just be a brawler or a you know a tough guy. Yeah, you you have to know every you know. That's why most like great world champions and stuff like they all got different styles like. Exactly. Canelo, yeah. Canelo, he can box. He can put pressure. He can, he can last twelve rounds whenever he wants. Jerron Ennis, he can switch from southpaw to orthodox. He do Philly shell. You see like how he's switching. He like he'll he'll do Philly shell and then he'll go right back up to high guard. He's kind of got an interesting style, really. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, he's switching it up and he's doing some different stuff, right? Yeah, he get, he's tricky. I mean, unpopular opinion. I don't think Canelo got that fucked up against Bivol. I'm oh, just okay. saying. Okay. I think his defense. Don't let Abdullah hear you say that. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> 100%. But his defense was kind of crispy. Like, if when I was watching him, like, even when Bivol was unloading, and I thought Bivol looked much sharper. I mean, Canelo, like, his slight head movements, head turns, and little parries, they were doing him good. And his, in the way he kind of backs up nonchalantly doing it, I, I think it was beautiful. I do give Canelo credit for fucking moving up like that. He's not a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, I want to oh, make yeah. some money. I oh, want to yeah. see how I... I w- he was he was basically like, nobody can fuck with me in my weight class. Let's see how far up I can go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he was, yeah, he was going to take that shit up to heavyweight. He was going to take that shit up to heavyweight. He can't win it. Oh, yeah. But he, he, lost, said, so- he said if he would have won that and like got the belts and stuff, he would have moved up to heavy, heavyweight and went for... Uh, What's his name? The one in Ukraine right now fighting. Uh, Yusik. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yusik. 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 Yeah, Jesus. Who's going to try to fight him? I'd watch that shit. I'd watch that freaking I feel shit. Like you, yeah, you, hell yeah. Yusik would stop him. Yusik would stop him. Yeah. Oh, Yusik's his stop. Uh, yeah, no, Yusik is. Because that's a different type of power. And Yusik's yeah. a pro, too. You know, and he's a badass. They're he both t- very technical. He beats yeah. Anthony Joshua again. A Usyk so. beats Anthony Joshua again, hundred percent. We'll see what the Kronk Gym does with Joshua. I right? think because they they went to the to the uh, drawing board and and game planned against Andy Ruiz, and he looked like the second fight against Andy Ruiz. They really made the necessary adjustments. So we'll see if he gets to do that against Usyk. Man, dude, Andy, Andy. When I saw him fight Anthony Joshua, I started watching that guy and like like guys who can lose weight like that. Jared Cannonier. Uh, MMA is definitely another guy like who they can lose massive amounts of weight in little in, in like over a couple years. Alexander Volkanovsky, another one going from 200 to 145. I mean, anybody who can drop weight like that, I mean, they should be a pro. That's a different type of dedication. A lot of people just kind of and but also I think Andy should drop in weight because with the weight he's losing, he's going to lose power, you know. And I, he do should. you think Andy Ruiz Jr. should drop? He's like he's like six foot two, so he is fat. Oh yeah, but, you, but what do you mean? You, you think he should drop to what? What's uh, what's he? What was he fighting at? To uh, I think against uh, uh, Anthony Joshua, he came in at two eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's dropped a significant amount since um, that. Since that, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe cruiserweight. I mean, yeah. So you no, think he can he's drop dropped eighty no. pounds? Le- oh, look at him. Have you seen him recently? I Andy, have seen him yeah. where he looks lean. But if you're he's re- for heavyweight, he's not that tall. So he's six foot two. Well, well let, let's say what is he two twenty right now? Is it? Are we gonna say he's two twenty, or are we gonna say he's two forty? I, I think he might be around two twenty, two thirty, right now. He's probably dropped some significant amount of weight. I like this guy's style, Jeremiah. Yeah, he's he's good. Look, he is Southpaw right there. Yes, he switches. Philly, Philly Shell Southpaw. Is I watched him before all of my fights. Wasn't Rocky from Philadelphia too? I know uh, it's I know it's fake, but yeah, 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 he was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Philadelphia's got quite the boxing tradition. Uh, Let me see Philadelphia famous boxers. I'm probably leaving some others off. Joe, Fra- Joe yeah. Frazier, that's who I was thinking of. Bernard Hopkins, Meldrick Taylor, uh, Danny Garcia, Danny Garcia. Okay, there he is. Yep, yep. Tim Witherspoon, I remember him. Yeah, you got to Steve, Steve fucking Cunningham. I've interviewed him. Uh, He's the one who knocked Tyson Fury down. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You showed me and Chico. That That's day. right, yep. You got to get outside them South Paul's foot. 
Or they're yeah, just and that's tee another off. thing. Like he can box, and then like if he wants to, like he can fight in the inside. That's what great big. boxers do. They can do it all. Yeah, and then he's big as fuck for, uh, for like. Yeah, he's uh, long. He's long. His extremities are long. Like well, he's he does have long arms, and um, like I said, he's just athletic. I mean, look at him. He's he's got an athletic build, and uh, so like jumping out of the way of shots, being able to see punches better. That's why he can have that left hand down. He makes up for it with his um, his eyesight and his accuracy and his ability to move out of the way of shots. And he's just confident. Other dude right now, you know, he's kind of just trying to stay in there. It's good, too, yeah. He switches it up fluently, too. You trying to learn that right now? Yeah. Switching stances and he stuff like that. He does that, yeah, yeah. You at least do it in the gym. You don't do it in your fights yet, do you, Jeremiah? Uh, no, not yet. Bro, I got to get everything self part down packed before I try it in a fight. Yeah, you don't want to get caught. Yeah, Cause cause I, I got it. Yeah. I got it, yeah, because I got it all like an orthodox already mainly. So I'm going to switch to self part and I'm going to start, like, once I get all that down, then I'll try it in a fight. You probably got some stuff that you're better at when you're self part. Yeah. Uh, already offensively, like, your your right hook is probably strong. Yeah. And my dad, like, I noticed, like, when I throw it in the paw and I hit it, like, it's solid power. Yeah, it's a good jab. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like this. How old is Ennis? Uh, he's 23. Oh, shit. Okay. 26 okay. or 23. Poirier wrestle? Um, no. He just... Uh, I know he's got good boxing, so no, I assume that... No, um, Dustin Poirier, he, I mean, he had, a, he had a crazy upbringing. Yeah, he, um, he was kind of in and out of trouble. He was just fighting people, um, you know, and getting into trouble... With just, you know, with the law, honestly, just for, like, um, salt battery, stuff like that. And then he found mm. fighting, and then he got, he got in the gym, and he just became a beast. He fucked and up I, Connor, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Second fight, no, Connor looked good. Um, other than yeah. Yeah, other than getting taken down, and he was eating some punches and stuff like that. But Con- Connor has a crazy um, style when he comes out and he starts throwing those teeps to the body. If you're a boxer and you go into MMA – um, and you don't know how to swipe a teep from a, from to the body away, you're it's gonna hurt. Um, what he did to Chad Mendez was crazy, and I think um, that's it, like MMA. Um, when I when I start doing MMA and I start competing in MMA, that's gonna be a big part of my game plan is teep into the body and then putting my boxing combinations on it and then just taking you down and you know, you know, tying up a wrist and just smashing and. That's why that's why I want to do MMA cuz I'll be a way better pro MMA fighter than I will a boxer cuz I I should have I should have started younger I should have um with boxing Yeah I should have um I should have you know found it first I didn't and uh I think you know I've watched MMA my whole life it's something I want to do I'm not a like when it comes to an MMA fight and we're allowed to use um all types of martial arts I don't think there's anybody in my weight that can um that that can beat me I I, I don't there's just I have a lot of um, I have a lot of abilities, and I'm only sharpening all of them at, at every day. You know, I work the bag kickboxing. I work checks. I go to boxing every day. Um, Who's gonna f- corner you for your 
Amateur MMA. Oh, Amateur coach. MMA, MMA debut. Oh, coach. Okay. Coach. I'm, I'm sticking with coach for as long as I can. I okay. love Abdul. Man, he is. For, for, you know, he's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Yep. He fucking knows his, his oh, yeah. jiu-jitsu. I, I, as soon he as I know some cool kicks and shit. Yep. And then I'll, I'll get my wrestling coach, hopefully Coach Canable, Isaac Canable, um, to corner me as well. Because um, he, he's going to give me great advice. Um, he's a great wrestling coach, best wrestling coach in Louisville. Coach at St. Xavier High School. Man's a beast. Isaac Enable. Huge Involved shout out to him. South, Southern Indiana also. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, New Albany. Uh, went out there for uh, almost every summer since 8th, 7th or 8th grade. I think freshman year too. Um, training with him uh, in a wrestling gym with a lot of good guys from, uh, you know, um, Indiana, New Albany area. Um, I think... That, that's kind of why, like, um, I, I appreciate, you know, being in a gym and being under a coach because you you bond and it's a different relationship and it's a it's a solid relationship where, you know, there's a lot of hard work behind it, um, trust. There's a lot of um, just, you know, solid um, relationship behind it, you know, just a coach and a, his fighter. When, you, when it came to boxing, why did you choose House of Warrior? Um, coach. <laughs> coach. What what, just what sold you about Coach uh, um, Abdullah? As soon as I got in there, he was he was wor- he was uh, critiquing me. He he showed interest. I went to core and boxed for a little bit, and um, you know nothing against core at all. Um, I just didn't I didn't feel Damn. I didn't uh, yeah that was a beautiful combo that was beautiful. What was that a two three? Yeah, he just hit it again. Yep. Is that is he from is that Southpaw? He is Southpaw, right? Yeah. Now. Yep. Yep. Once again, Jerron. Yep, Ennis. just switched to orthodox. Yeah. So you you you. Oh yeah, appreciated yeah. the coaching. Yeah, yeah. Um, structure from, from yeah, hundred uh, percent. And uh, I don't know. I liked uh, you know Casey, my best freaking friend, Casey Davis. Okay. He he was going there, and I you know I, I kind of I went to house first, and then I went to core because I wanted to train MMA. You know, I, I was getting my hands right in boxing to do MMA, but I'm I'm now finding it's easier to compete in boxing. As of right now, and because coach, you know, he's a boxing coach. Why not just learn boxing from a boxing coach, get really good boxing skills, add that to my really good wrestling skills, and once I step in the octagon in amateurs, I can run through people. Hell yeah. That's the game plan. Jeremiah, what do you like about House of Warrior? Uh, Everything for coaches, sparring, how hard Abdul, like, works me. Like, he'll see me, like, getting tired and stuff, and, then like, I know it's best for me, so he'll tell me to keep going. And just, like, everything, for real. Do you ever, do you ever like, um, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, Yelling yeah. at you and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, uh, I don't specifically hear him yelling at you, but maybe he does. I just don't. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. not there for it. But uh, I do hear him. He'll get on people, you know. If you're a boxing coach, you can't just always be, like, Everything's good. You guys yeah. are doing great. Heck yeah. Yesterday, no one's going to learn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We're yeah, all yeah. just going to be getting pieced out. Yeah, yeah, yesterday I asked him for a conditioning, and uh, we did conditioning, and I was getting tired. And he was like, come on, man. Quit being a bitch. Good, yeah. yeah. yeah he keeps it real. <laughs> he keeps it real yeah, with you. We was doing Who was there when that um, Coach Danilo was – Telling people, come on, guys, go, go. And some young kid was like, fuck you. Yeah, oh, that kid. He, oh, he, my God. He used to go, like, live with, like, a famous uh, YouTube boxer named Dean the Great. 
and like he'll talk shit. Like he'll be like, "I'm the best boxer in my gym." At that about, kid would say that yeah, about House of Warrior. Talking about House of Warrior, I'm the best boxer in my gym. I'll beat your ass. This the dude that he's talking to though is like a professional dude, boxer, three and zero. And yeah, he was talking shit, and so and coach was telling us like like. But when we was at the old gym, that the kid, I saw him hitting the bag, and I was like, Coach, he went live and was saying he was the best boxer in here. And Coach was like, yeah, I get problems from him all the time. No, dude, I heard some crazy but Supposedly, right when he said that to Danilo, people just, you know, everybody respects Danilo. They just, like, yeah. swarmed him. Oh, it's like, like, it felt oh, like, like, the fuck out felt, of there, and then yeah. he's kicked out of the gym permanently. Like, yeah, what a like, fucking it felt moron. Like, it felt like, like, somebody was disrespecting, like, one of my family members. You feel me? Like, like. Because, like, it's like a certain level of respect people have for their coaches. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, when you hear somebody. That's hella respect. That's a certain amount. Hella respect. Yeah, like, yeah. when you hear somebody talk to your coach, like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to slap the you, shit out of him. Who do you think you are, bro? In a boxing gym, too. Everybody here can fight. And you're gonna, and you're going to be the one guy that's going to be an asshole. <laughs> like, what, what a horrible idea. Like, you're in a room full of sharks, and you and you want to be a middle. Like, like, why you want to be a tough guy in front of everybody? In there? I mean, I understand if you was a good boxer. And then, like you thought, like you was doing, you was going to another gym. You thought the uh, drill that we was doing was bullshit. Someone was disrespecting you. Yeah, maybe you thought it was bullshit. And then you was like, I don't want to do this shit. But like, bro, you were a terrible boxer. <laughs> he's not a boxer. <laughs> Does he have a fight? Someone told no. me that he tried he's, to he's like, square up with like a Philly shell type. Yeah, stand. he tries. <laughs> he asked me to spar him one day, and uh, he I made him quit and like. 30 seconds. Yeah, no, but he's also, he's kind of light. I mean, I just thought, like, you know, whenever he would talk to me, I was just like, he would always, like, he would, like, let's, you know, you want to spar today? And I'm not afraid to tell nobody, you know, I don't want to spar, you know, because sometimes I'm just like, I don't feel it. I don't really want to. And also, I mean, I'll spar probably, I mean, two, three times a week. But, like, someone, you know, that's light like him and somebody that's just obviously inexperienced, like, I assume that he was new and had not boxed before because he would come at me with these, like an unorthodox he kind was of whippy very punchy. Yeah. He was like Southpaw. And he'd like, be them, do- like them things in front of the car wash where they're just yeah, balloon no, and inflated. Different, very different style. It was. Yeah, very no. Different. And, uh, but I mean, when he, I think he spouted, I think it was Coach. I think he was trying to fight Coach too. I, th- I think it was Coach. Coach um, Abdullah. Yeah, I think he squared up like that on oh, Coach. Oh, so it was against Coach. That's yeah. right. And Someone then, said it was that. Who's homie um, that pushed him? Do you remember? Um, uh, someone I heard that I wasn't there. I was yeah, in Florida. Some, I fucking missed it. Yeah, of course. It, that's literally like school. Like you miss one day of school. Somebody fought. The, the teacher got happened. fired. Pizza party. Nobody, <laughs> I saw a coach push him, but I don't think I, don't, I ain't seen nobody else push. Yeah, him. I, I I know somebody else pushed him. It was like, what do, what do you think you're doing? I can't remember his name, but um, shout uh, out to him. Is he black? Uh, he's mixed. He was in the ring with us. Uh, but he's usually not in the ring with us. You know who I'm talking about. Um. He's kind of he's not heavy, but he's not like jacked. You know what I'm saying? Joe. He's kind of Joe. 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 Hey, Joe? he's a kid. Yeah, Joe. Joe, Joe shoved him. Joe shoved him. Yeah. Half white, half black kid. Yeah. He's there tonight, Joe Wells. Mixed. Oh. <laughs> I said mixed kid. He goes half white, half black. You, you say mixed in that gym. Oh, that could be Asian, Indonesian. Yeah, it could be any different. There's, there's a lot of different facts. It's a it's a it's a melting. I mean, uh, it's a salad bowl in there. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's all sorts of people. Young kids will come in and they're starting, and I'm like, 
trying to introduce myself and I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. What's your name? And I don't know. I can't. I'm like, is this guy Hispanic or Arabic? Fact. Fact. No they might not the speak English, on. but yeah, I yeah. just give them facial expressions no, like I'm happy to see them. And I hope them. they stick around. You know, it's it's cool to have oh, new, yeah. new people come. Like, out. I don't know what the fuck that Cuban dude's saying, but I'm like, yeah, dude, I fuck with you. And he's yeah. like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. he knows. He knows. You guys both got to spar with him for the first time tonight. He's no, quick. It's my third. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's my third or fourth. Oh, okay. He's quick. He's good. Um, he's got a real good like shuffle, shuffle body shot. Um, but there's also that there's a size advantage. He's good. He's good. But um, he's you know he, yeah he's small. Almost he's small. Half the size. I don't want to swing, swing. But sometimes I'll swing, swing, and I think you know that's when he'll start to respect me a little bit more. That's what you kind of have to do, you know. Um, Lantis, Lantis. I saw Lantis and him going. I was like, that was like last week. That was scary. I was like, that's dude, you don't want to be doing that to Lantis. <laughs> I was Lantis, like, bro, he just gets the good rounds in with the people who come in at the beginning. I remember when the one Cuban <laughs> guy came in. You guys remember that? Yeah. His name was Dio Ver. Mm -hmm. In the first day of sparring, I remember seeing Lantis and him go pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty. Lantis pretty. is a good sparring partner. Was you there when uh, the uh, Dio Ver dude knocked down Abel? I was there. Yeah. I was there for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he and knocked him they out were like the hugging, They were like hugging each other afterward. I yeah. was like, these two giant Cuban dudes are beating the fuck out of <laughs> nah, each other. They had the whole the whole gym stopped sparring to look at them. I was there just, watching it. It was just, ah, 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 ah. Got a phone charger? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but then afterward, shortly afterward, they were, you know, like hugging, like I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought they hated each other, and then they were like happy, and <laughs> it was. He, There's it, a lot of emotions in a boxing yeah, yeah, ring. Yeah. I mean, you just got you just got hit a lot in the head. You might not be thinking so logically, but uh, no, yeah, that's usually that's kind of how it is um, when you spar. But I mean, I, I feel like if you spar angry, you're not going to do as well. If you spar relaxed, you just have to be relaxed in any type of situation because that's when you think best. It's no like when you get emotional in a fight, you're probably going to lose. Because you're going to swing yourself out or you're going to start making mistakes and stuff like that. That's why I try to keep it level-headed. That's why, you know, people like Connor are rare. Because it's hard to talk shit before a fight because now you have all this pressure on you. Yeah. And yeah, now, yeah. And, and if you, you're going to, you're going to get put in a lot of YouTube Con videos Connor if you get fucked, fucked up. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the thing about Connor is. He um, got the shit kicked out of him by Khabib and Floyd. But he had 19 you know knockouts. Now, he had like, I think he had. Uh, it was like seventeen when he um when he took his first loss. I mean, he had a hell of a streak. That's something crazy. That's something special. Who ended it, Nate Diaz? Uh, yeah, I think it was Nate. Yeah. I think it was Nate Diaz because when I mean he was on a streak, and when he beat Aldo, it was the biggest thing to that, to yeah. ever happen. Like uh in MMA, like uh that's that started something different because Aldo was smashing people. Aldo was smashing people. Um, guys, before we wrap things up. Will you guys each mention, I guess, your social media, you know, Instagram, YouTube channel, once again, Pretty pretty Boy Pool. Yes. No spaces on YouTube. And my Instagram is bankroll with one L and J-E-E-Z-Y. Okay. Bankroll, G-E-Z. Um, Clint, you know, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, Zach, you know what yours is? If he called me Plant, Caleb Plant, shout out. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Uh, well, I don't have an Instagram, but uh, hit me up on TikTok because I'd be funny on that app. Wait a second. <laughs> you do have Instagram. No, I got hacked. No. I, so here's the story. I, uh, I went to get on my Instagram, um, and I was logged out, and I was like, all right, I'm going to log back in, and it wouldn't let me. And I was like, 
because uh, it was like my password's wrong. So when I went to uh, change my password, the email and phone number it was sending stuff to was not my email or phone number. Okay, so what's your TikTok? Uh, it's uh, it's it's literally it's so capital I T apostrophe S underscore dot pimpy pledge. It's underscore dot pimpy pledge. Pimpy. P L E D G E. Okay, there you are. Okay, I'm following. You got an Instagram, Jeremiah? A TikTok? I'm sorry, a TikTok. Uh, yeah, it's Prince J E E Z Y Y. Prince, <laughs> I love your names. <laughs> Pretty boy, oh, bro. Prince. Yep, I'm following you. Okay, good stuff. Why? Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. No, yeah, awesome. Do you guys have any fights coming up? Thirtieth. The thirtieth. Hopefully in August. It's your rematch against the one guy. Yep. It's in Louisville? Yep. Expo. Okay. Mink City. Be there. But uh, no, I'm hopefully fighting in what August. What did you call it? Mink City. Why Mink City? Mink, 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 mink. Minking that dude up. Okay. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. He's going to go out there and mink that dude up. He's okay. going to do business. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to be a sparring partner and stuff. Um, and we're going to make sure, you know, we get him ready. 100%. Okay. You might fight in August. No, 100%. I, I, I'm... Uh, I, I'm guaranteed fighting in August, but I want to do 160. I'm, I'm not going to go down, back down to 155, and then hopefully after a couple fights, we uh, get in the uh, octagon and get to work. Good stuff. Well, Jeremiah, Zach, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. I yes, want to thank everyone for co- tuning into the Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we'll have another episode out soon.